Welcome to another episode of Soul Filling, where you get your soul fed. I'm Tiffany. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Kobe. And today we are talking about failure. We're going to get into the nitty gritty of everything failing. And I know y'all are thinking, Tiffany, we don't want to talk about failing. We want to talk about being prosperous, getting these blessings, getting this coin, being where the money resides, where the money resides. Well, let me tell you something real quick before we get into what fed your soul this week. Sometimes the money resides after the failure okay it crashed you to get to where the money resides hallelujah talk about it talk about it <laughs> so amen 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 okay. <laughs> but before we get into the nitty-gritty of course we are going to talk about what fed our soul this week who wants to go first i'm laughing because i think mine's gonna be kind of funny go for it too start us off start us off Okay, this one just came up. Okay, okay. So I just went to Black Market Houston. Of course, we talk about this place so much because it's my brother's um, business where a whole bunch of Black-owned businesses are in one place and we shop there, we eat food, we listen to music and have so much fun. So I just love being there. My soul definitely gets fed when I'm there. But (laughs) what I realized is, like, I know a lot, like, a a lot of people there because I'm there all the time. So I know like the consistent vendors and things of that nature. But yesterday, I just kept hugging men. (laughs) Like, I just kept hugging, you know, like you're saying, hey, how you doing? How you been? Like people like I haven't seen or I've seen. And it just felt so, so feeling to just be hugged by a black man. And y'all know I've been single for so long. So these little spurts of like tidbits of intimacy y'all I also want to tell you Kobe and Jasmine do not take for granted being held and hugged every day by a black man because lord I said hold up I'm like why why am this is why am I enjoying this so much <laughs> because <laughs> Girl, no, look, that's one of my love languages I like to be touched okay I like to be held so girl I don't physical touch for granted yes yes and so definitely put everybody was platonic and stuff like that but i was just like wow it just felt like a sense of like protection and love and you know you know that's how like like you were saying that's your love language like with my family with my friends like i love being hugged by them i love being like i just feel like it's just a beautiful way to express love. It's just <laughs> touching in the in the most appropriate way. But when I am in a romantic relationship, we'll talk about that when we get there because I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> so that's how my soul was fed this week. <laughs> I love it. I love that. Oh, yes. I, I, I love a good hug. You know, it is scientifically proven that hug hugging for 20 seconds or more releases oxytocin in the body. That's the love hormone, the feel-good hormone that eliminates that cortisol, which is the stress hormone. So yes, yes, a good hug. Hmm? I wanted to say something about that. I'm glad you brought up the science version of that because 
cortisol, which decreases your cortisol in you, which is the stress, right? So cortisol, a lot of people don't understand that cortisol, it links to so many diseases that we have, like a heart disease and, um, you know, heart attacks and stuff like that. So, you know, being able to get some oxytocin, serotonin, like, to like really make you happy is so important because you can eat as healthy as you want, you can exercise as good as you want, but if you're still stressed all the time, that can correlate to disease too. So doing more stuff to, you know, make you happy is so important. And I want to, I'm so glad that you said hugging for like 20 seconds because this some, I do something so weird. Uh, I always hug a tree like <laughs> when I go walking now because um and one time i just felt like the need to hug a tree and i'm like what the heck like why do i feel the need to hug a tree so i looked it up and i was like what are the benefits of hugging a tree and they said exactly that like that also releases oxytocin as well but okay this is a whole tangent guys i'm sorry but also i just really feel like you want to be one with nature and really love every everything and everybody because you know trees also like there was a tree in in the park that i walk in that like fell down like it was sectioned off and stuff like that and it like hit a bike i think a, a person so i'm not saying by hugging a tree it's not going to fall down but i'm also saying hug a tree and give it love so maybe it won't fall down on somebody <laughs> anyways i have a weird way of thinking but i just love nature so don't judge people who hug trees <laughs> And I do know drugs. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, that's funny. That's beautiful. I love it. Um, my aunt sent me a video this week and it was David Banner. And the message was just really simple. You choose your emotional path. And he told a story about an African tribe who got word that these white uh, savages were coming to take over their tribe. And so the chief was like, we can do three things. We can stay and fight, or we can run and survive, or we can, no, he said stay and die, run and live, or stay and fight. But if we stay and fight, we have to become them or even worse, we have to become worse than them, right? And so David Banner goes on to talk about, you know, his life in the uh, industry, in the music industry. And he was talking about how he met someone and they also told him that you, just because you're right, doesn't make the decision or what you decide to do right. So like if somebody wrongs us, you feel like you can, you know, cut, stab, kill, you know, throw them out the window, whatever, you know, you can do whatever you want to them because you're right. So that was another lesson he learned. And so whenever he was, like I said, in the music industry and people had wronged him, tried to take advantage of him, tarnish his name, he said the one thing that he did not do was become the, those people. He made a conscious decision to just do the right thing. It wasn't about being right, being, you know, wrong, hurting somebody. It was just, I'm going to do the right thing. Because, you know, for some of us, we believe in hell. Some of us believe in karma, whatever you want to call it, you know. So you got to do the right thing. And that doesn't mean, you know, letting people push you over. You know, you went into talking about that. You know, you can still stand and fight. But the other thing to that is so many people become excuse my language, fuck boys and fuck girls, because people have 
you know, wronged us. And now we're intentionally going out and trying to wrong somebody or trying to avoid being hurt. So we are hurting people who don't deserve to be hurt. Right? So all that to say, soulmates, you choose your emotional path. Girl, that's good. It girl, it has just made me think of so a million things. But one thing I wanted to stay on is how you know, sometimes our, and this is like a sense of pride, sometimes our pride wants us to to stay and fight, even though it's just because we're right, like you said, just because you're right, don't necessarily mean you're right for the fight, or just because you're right doesn't necessarily mean that it's the time in that place. Now I finally understand what it means when, when your parents would always say, it's a time and a place for that, it's a time and a place for that, but Mm, that's that's powerful that's really powerful because i know the way the world is right now is so many this is black history month and so black people we want to do so much which rightfully so we want to say so much we want to act and take action but sometimes it's like is it at what cost and is it the right time to do that and timing is everything timing is everything and so just being in alignment with when the time comes be ready but just also being aware is it even the time for this right now so that that's yeah. powerful and then and, and that's uh, the thing like for as black people we feel like you know we are so strong we black we, you know we're powerful so we feel like sometimes we are the aggressor like we can be the one who can you know really hurt somebody you know and it's it's a beautiful thing we're able to kind of take a step back and just be like, you know what? Now I'm gonna just I'm gonna take the higher road. I, I love this so much because me and my mom were just talking about that. It goes back to like um choose your battles. Not your, your every battle is not yours to fight. And that's a lot of times why we have yes. to go to, you know, the Lord, because you know, I and we could avoid so much stress and so much hurt and pain if we just go the other way because um and I want to talk about this like in the black community as well it's just like we don't have to go with every like we don't have to fight all the time we can say like you know I don't know if people still do this but it's like as adults and I don't think they should if somebody is talking about you so-and-so is telling you this so-and-so is telling you that sometimes you have to really think to yourself does that even matter <laughs> does that even matter you don't have to confront someone you don't always have, you know you don't always have to make it a big deal. You could just say, oh, really? You could choose to believe that person or not and then just act accordingly. Just don't, you don't, you could just love them from afar like we say a lot of times or just, but it doesn't always have to be a big blow up. Literally because that energy that you spend fighting and going back and forth and he said, she said, all this stuff, I can't like, that energy could be going into something so much more loving, spending time with your family, spending time doing your business, spending time bettering yourself and helping others. But meanwhile, when you are participating in that batter, battle that you're not supposed to be in, sometimes you're going to get <laughs> scars, consequences. Um, you could end up places that you're not supposed to be in. You could lose things that you're not supposed to, to lose. So really, Think to yourself, is this battle need to be fought? And if it needs to be fought, let me fight it in a very strategic way that is that is with good intent. Like, even if someone did you wrong, it does not matter. You know, sometimes you have to take a different road. A different road. 
Beautiful. a different road. And because like you said, you'll end up going into this battle and leaving with scars and wounds that was so unnecessary to have. And like Kobe was saying, then you'll carry those scars and then it'll cause you to be guarded in other relationships, other situations, other just aspects in life that you probably don't even really necessarily need to, need to have such high guards for. And then you, like you said, you'll end up hurting people based on that past situation because we have an idea about just, you know, about a, a, a overall, you know how we love to generalize things because mm -hmm. we had one bad experience with this type of person. So if you're that type of person, you're probably gonna bring me that same type oh, of bad I don't date Aquariuses, nah, y'all, <laughs> look. <laughs> them, them Scorpios and Leos, y'all Gemini's, like, <laughs> just all kinds of stuff. That just, <laughs> girl and it's just like just because of that one battle you had yeah. with that one person it, it's like just because you were scarred by that one type of person all oh, them people from houston them people from houston they don't know. Like, it's like a million uh, more than a million people in houston and you're gonna generalize a whole per type of person just because one person you met from houston and broke your heart like no so <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's good. So just being way more intelligent, way more strategic. And that's just, that was one of the things for me for my gem of the week. I was um coming from an Instagram IGTV episode and I, I was trying to find it this morning to go and put my facts so I can review it. Cause you know, you just find these, come across these videos and you try to go back to them and you can't find them. I should have saved it. That should have been one of my saves. But um, it was from Charity Crop. I went to college with him. Shout out to Charity. He's doing his thing on social media right now, but I cannot find that exact video. And basically he made a video for uh, Black History Month and he was just um, comparing and contrasting the, um, basically, it was about reparations. Now I'm remembering, it's coming back to me. So how the huge talk about reparations for black people and how it would help or how it wouldn't help or should we have it or should we not? More of the story, he says we should have it. But the one thing that really stood out in the video was like, even if we were to get our reparations, it's so much more than just giving us money that we need. It's so much more than just handing us a $1,400 check. It's so much more than handing us $600. You know, the the money would be great. I'm not going to, God, we're we not going to uh, say we don't want the money. We, we, we want the money. Where We want to be where the money reside, of course. But we also want to be where the healing reside. We also want to be where the love reside, the unity reside, the strategic, the strategy and all of those things that comes with it. Being strategic in even, even our social interactions, like, Kobe was saying, should we even take this battle? Should we even, or should we hold our heads up high and be the, like, sometimes it's, you have to even be stronger to hold your, your anger in check or your, your, your tongue in check when you want to go and tell somebody off because you know they wrong or you know they lying or you know A, B, and C, like, just keep it together until the time is right. And so that, it all, saying all that to say is just, Black people, I'm talking to us specifically right now because I am a black woman and I can't deny that. And I have black brothers and black sisters and, you know, black friends and black people that I just truly love. And I just want for us moving forward in 2021 and beyond to just be more strategic in all that we do. Be strategic in our finances, be strategic with, you know, our, our self-esteem, our self 
um, image, our just everything that we're doing, just be strategic about it because the world is being strategic and I don't want us to get left behind like we've always been. I was having a conversation with my friends last night and you know, the, the, the more of the conversation is we don't want to keep letting life happen to us. We want to navigate where our life is going. So let's just, let's just be a lot more strategic. Um, even if that's just with your day-to-day -day -day interactions with people, um, just, just being strategic and be, having good intentions, like Tiff was said, with your strategicness. That's also good. This is bringing up something for me with Black men in general um, when, when it comes to battles because, um, or men, well, I don't know about women, but black, black men in general, just feeling like they have to like, really like, that's a way to show that by these battles, sometimes feeling like that's a way to show their strength. When, like you were saying, jazz, the strength comes from, you know, being able to manage your emotions and stuff like that. So that's something for a whole nother podcast that we could definitely dig deep in. So I'm excited that our soul filling gems just made a whole nother soul filling episode. But today we are going to get into failure to launch. I think that's what we're going to name this podcast. Um, and I just want to talk about failure today because I feel like God talks to me in threes. So there was three situations where this topic came to mind. And, um, and so basically the first time was if you listen to our past, our past episode with Ashley from Bird Williams, a business strategist. And um, basically she was just talking about how much she failed. And she's like, I'm not scared to fail. I'll fail all day, you know, because I know that it will get me to the next um lesson that it will help me grow there's so much growth in failing and then the second person who really stuck out to me was my brother there's this system i was trying to there was this tool this task that i was doing for him for black market that took up ate up so much of my time and i was just like bro i can't do this so i came up with a way to systemize this this task and um i was really like kind of like very afraid <laughs> to say hey can we do it this way instead you know you know sometimes we're just really scared to speak up and um he was just saying like oh okay let's try it and you know that ease in which he said okay let's try it and see if it works or not really was such a teaching moment to me to say like hey if something is worth trying just try it and see how it goes if not go back to the regular way if so we'll keep proceeding with this way or make a better way and then thirdly was um <laughs> my manager from the job i work at she is amazing she's a really good manager and she was just saying in our one-on-one -on -one -on -one meeting like we i really want our team to fail more and she was just saying that because she wants us to try new ideas and um, to be able to get to the goals that we set in place um, and as this company continues to grow. And so this is all going through my mind, like failure, 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 and unlearning what failure has been presented to us as a society for so long. Like we were talking about on the other podcast, like failing has been seen, like growing up, at least like maybe I put this in my own head, but it's just like, you know, get good grades, you know, go to college. Um, all this all these things but they don't teach you they teach you be successful but they don't teach you 
that you are going to fail. And if you fail, this is what you're going to do because there's a big difference between failing and getting back up or failing and going downstream. And what we're talking about today is taking those failures, learning from them, and then growing. We're not staying at that failure. Um, and also we're not staying at a point where we're so scared of failure that we do nothing. And so that's why I really want to talk about failure today. I just want yes. to tell y'all thoughts about it. Oh, I wanted to say, oh, girl, girl. Oh, wait, before I say something, y'all go follow us everywhere. Subscribe, smash that subscribe button, hit that bell notification right now so you don't miss none of these episodes. Like, comment, share, all that good stuff. But yeah, girl, they tell us to be successful, but then they don't tell you that with success comes failure. Like, it's inevitable. Like, it kind of like, goes it goes together and so a lot of times what we try to do well, I'm, I'm gonna just speak for myself we try to avoid failure like like it's like we're walking on eggshells trying to hop over like the hot lava you're trying to not miss it like don't miss the crack i'm not gonna step on the crack i'm trying to miss a boy it's like we hop in and instead of just going through the mud instead of trying to avoid the mud and so that and i think once we get that understanding in mind things just become so much easier so like my friend I'm, I'm gonna be referencing my friend because I just came from her house last night and so she we was all like hyping her up because she did the same thing Deborah did and what she did was she grew a booty right and so you know 20, 20 you know girls that's, that's always one of our goals to grow a booty have a nice booty so you know we about to talk about booties but really it's it's, it's all it's all subjective to how it translates in real life and so we were all like girl what you did girl what what happened like she was just like you know I literally just started going to the gym and at first I didn't see results and it was for a long time. She was like, I didn't see results because she, you know, she's a really thin framed person. So she was saying growing, like gaining weight was always very, very difficult for her. So I was like, wow, girl, you, you is inspiration. Like, and me personally, I didn't know her because this is a new, one of my newer friends. I didn't know her from the, the before then, but all her other friends that were there. Well, I'm not going to say, oh, it wasn't a lot of us. It was like four of us. But her other two friends had been knowing her since, you know, middle school. Like we knew each other. So they knew the transition. And so I was just like inspired. And I was thinking to myself, the reason why we're so inspired by your story is because you actually have the results to show you actually done the thing that you know everybody wants right and so that made me think about everything we're doing right now the reason why people become so inspired with our stories is because they seen us go through that failure and come out on the other side of failure and so it just like so when failure comes about in our lives guys it's, it's so important that we go through it because the going through is what's going to inspire those in your circle those outside of your circle those people that are trying to go through and accomplish similar things to you so i was like girl <laughs> she like just seeing i was like I, you were inspiring me to get in the gym and get back serious because you know this quarantine had me shook it off it a little bit but I'm gonna really apply that to everything and then it was just hearing her speaking first person like you know things we already know manifestations like she was like I was to I just told myself when and she was like 
no, she's like, I tell myself if, and she's like, no, no, scratch that. When I grow this, I'm, I'm going to just feel so much better. And I was just like, yes. And so when we do that thing that we're trying to do already, like not even you're going to feel so much better because what she did say is I began to even feel better in the process of it. Like it was hard. It was like, it was challenging, but then you get on that, that flow, getting, y'all, you know, when you get in your zone to where the, what was hard in the beginning just kind of seemed like, oh, oh, I does this. I was reading this book by Jim Rohn. He's an amazing, amazing author. I would definitely recommend. He's, he's one, a, a very amazing author. And so basically he was saying, he was giving all these quotes like about failure, you know, people always wishing for things to be easier, or wishing for there to be no more challenges. He was like, don't wish things were easier, wish you were better. Don't wish for less challenges, wish for more wisdom. Don't wish for less problems, wish for more skills. And so it was just like a light bulb moment because we are going to have challenges. We are going to have problems. We are going to have all these things. But if we are sharper, if we are better in ourselves, constantly getting better, when they do arise, we'll be equipped with everything we need so that we can easily get through them. Or maybe it won't be easily, but we can get through them. So we gonna get through these challenges. They just gonna become a part of the process. And when they come up, you just like, oh, I'm a solution. I'm a solution. Uh, I'm a problem solver. I got solutions. I got this. That's the thing. So in our minds, we have to change. We have to rewire our brain to say, okay, to rethink the process. We have to change how we view the process, basically. So instead of thinking about the risk and what that risk might look like on the end you know failing we have to change it to i'm going to enjoy this process and part of that what i wanted to say that's what i wanted to get to part of that is our goals so choosing goals that you're not afraid to fail right choosing goals where you can recover and you were like okay you know what this was the goal we didn't quite hit it but you know I feel good. We've improved. You know, this is this is the mark. Okay, we're improving. These are we can adjust here, make some changes. And I think about um, our listens. We had some goals with our listens. Okay, we want to be here. We're not quite there yet. We didn't hit our number, but we did get you know so many listens in a day. We got so many listens this week. You know, our episodes are hitting the numbers a little bit faster. You know, we feel proud about that. We don't feel defeated. We don't feel worthless because we didn't hit that goal and so i i can even see within us how we're setting goals and we're changing our mindset has changed based off of the goals that we set and how we think about failure that's so good because that's exactly what it is it's like when you have a goal in mind and i think jasmine you said this earlier like about plans in the in an earlier episode it's just like Yes, you have to have a plan. You have to have a strategy for your life or your business and all these things. But that does not mean that the plan stays the same. Sometimes you have to shift it. This is something that I also have been learning um, at my job. It's just like you have to, there is so much room for improvement. So you have this goal, right, for your life. I want to be this. I want to do that. And when you are actually looking at the steps that you are taking, if you didn't reach that goal, then you're like, okay, that must mean I need to change something. 
The goal is just to figure out what you need to do more of, what you need to do less of, what you need to change. So instead of looking like, hey, this is the crucial part when it comes to failure. If you don't reach the goal, that is the, okay. So when you fail, like you were saying, Kobe, you have to make the choice, like you were saying, Kobe, in our, our soul-filling gym, you have to make a choice. Are you going to change to do something better to get you to that goal? Or are you going to say, oh, I didn't reach that goal. I'm just going to, I'm just going to do the same thing. I'm just going to stop. That is that critical part in failure is the choice that you make between doing something better, bettering yourself, changing some things, or being defeated. Because a lot of times, like, okay, failure seems like a de deceitful thing. I even looked up the, the definition. It says, failure is lack of success, the omission of an expected or required action. But it can't stop there. Because <laughs> I like I really feel like we have to redefine failure. Lack of success, that doesn't that doesn't make sense to me. Failure, like you were saying earlier, is is what we need to be successful. It's the it's what's helping us get to the next level. And so, like you're saying, just like that mental, that relearning of the word, redefining that definition of failure to, to you, and maybe shouldn't even see this failure but um i really believe that when it comes to failure is that choice you make when it happens girl girl it's it's like that that famous quote that says doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results is insanity right right and so it's like we fail and then we like oh let me just do that same thing harder let me just go harder at the same method that i was already taking but it's like you said guys it's being able to self-assess, reevaluate the situation whenever you do fail. And um, my dog is behind me, y'all. Um, so, but it's like being able to reevaluate and re-self-assess that situation because that is what makes the failure become a success. It's like you, okay, see that ain't working? Okay, so now we um we sending newsletters out now, okay? That that didn't work. Okay, now we gonna send newsletters on top of doing uh, video um, promotions, on top of running ads, on top of doing this. It's like, you have to be willing to change. Like you just said, you have to be willing to change. When you find something's not working, okay, go back to the drawing board, figure it out. It's just like if you played on, I, I love referencing basketball because that's just my sport. I'm always around it. It's like, okay, you on the court, you playing, you constantly trying to um, play a iso ball where you trying to just take it to the hoop. And you realize, okay, maybe I'm, this ain't working. We losing right now. The school, we down. So what, what game strategy do we need to go redraw up? And maybe we need to do a pass, pass, pick and roll, something, you know, we, we need to do something different. We have to change the game that we're playing. I mean, change the strategy that we're using. The game is still going to stay the same, but we have to change the strategy. So your goal is still going to be the same, but you just might want to tweak your strategy, tweak how you're approaching it, tweak how you're going about it, and then see if that gives you different results. And I like how, Kobe, you said something earlier, how where whenever you do give all you got or you're going after this thing, it don't necessarily feels like, feel like a loss. And the reason why, I, and, and this is just my perception of it, is because there's something called risk management, right? And what risk management is, 
you're going to still take a risk. Everybody knows with risk, you can either win or you can either lose, right? Whenever you go for this thing and whatever that thing is, if let's say you do fail, you do miss your numbers, you, do, you don't hit your stats, it's not a like such a detrimental loss where you out of your whole you 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 gotta put your house up for, for it's going under foreclosure you get your bank account wiped out you, you it's like you're taking strategic and that's where the word strategic I think that this this word keep coming back because that you're you're being strategic to the point where I'm putting you have to put something in but that thing that you're putting in is not gonna wipe you out. And so th there's something called over leveraging and that's where you put in so much in to the point where you you technically do lose it all. And so sometimes that end up happening. And this is where you go back to the drawing board and you say, oh, maybe I shouldn't have put all that in next time. I'm going to put a little less or I'm going to put or maybe I should have put more in and I'm going to put a little more in to this to see what it's gonna give me what what is it gonna yield and you constantly just tweak and tweak until you get to the sweet spot or you may need to grow a little bit until you but you, you it's like you just have to it's like you gotta have a Midas touch it's the proper risk I don't I don't know if y'all I'm speaking in kind of investment lingo but I hope y'all following what I'm saying yes no I feel you I feel you and I'm Please gonna tell you why I'm put gonna it tell in you why over leveraging <laughs> I'm gonna tell you why Jayla, uh, because I moved out, I haven't really been hanging out with Jayla. So the way we kind of still connect and hang out and play with each other is we play eight ball pool. It's a game on your phone or whatever. And so with this eight ball pool, they have where you can collect coins, you know. So I'm up in the in the millions on my coins. <laughs> it's basically a little bit kind of like gambling. Like you're, you know, you're playing this game, you're winning money, and make you feel a certain way. And a lot of times what happens when I lose, I lose a lot of my money, I lose my coins, and I'm like trying to overcompensate. So I'm playing again and playing again, trying to win my money back. And that happens a lot, like when you people go to the casinos, right? They plan, they make a bet, they lose their money. Now they're trying to double and, you know, to win their money back. They're trying to overcompensate. And so I was like, I, I want to read more about that. I want to understand why do we do that? Why are we like that? And it says that when we experience a win, our brain released endorphins, dopamine and serotonin, which encourages us to, in, to engage in a task again. So when you win, you feel good. You're like, yes, I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do it again. Yes. Right? When we experience a failure, our brain release cortisol. When we experience a failure, our brain release cortisol, and that does not leave us feeling good. We feel we don't feel safe. You don't feel accepted, and now you're like trying to remake up so so you can feel that feeling of winning again, right? So that is where, like I said, going back to the mental, like what you said, to me choosing. So once you make that mistake, you have to accept it, understand it, take it for what it is, and make a conscious, like once you said, like you said, Jazz, strategic choice to say, okay, I'm going to recover from this. I'm not out the game, you know. Like, I, like you not, said, you know, I haven't lost my husband, just, I haven't lost my wife yet, I haven't lost my child, my family. I can recover from this mistake. I can exactly. come back from this. Yes, I can salvage this. I can fix this. Or I can just step away, take my losses. 
you know, and and move forward. Right. But at the end of the day, what I really wanted to say is we just really have to rewire how we think and just really focus on succeeding. You really mm. want to put yourself, your mind on succeeding versus the risk of what's going to happen if I fail. Right. Mm. That's so good. I'm so glad that you broke it down like that because it's whenever we do get that failure and you you left with that that ultimatum of like okay i can go in so i can experience that 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 sense of accomplishment that achievement because that's what ends up happening sometimes especially when when you know we fail and we're trying and we so if you've experienced win and you've experienced failure you like okay you know what both of them feel like obviously we don't like the way failure makes us feel so we like and then you you have that yes. i don't know what it's called that remorse where you want to hurry up and try to win it back again yes when, right at that space it's like you at a crossroad right there i feel like we need to slow it down to make that logical decision instead of that emotional decision like just because you're trying to hurry up and compensate for something and that's with, with anything guys it's like you um you're at your your job and you bombed a presentation so you're gonna hurry up and try to just loud talk your manager just so you can get a good point in so you can feel like you said something good maybe it's your time to listen and absorb the knowledge that that's being you know given to you in the meeting so that you can next time you could take those tips that you just learned and make a bomb ass presentation you know it's always like sometimes we we just it's, it's we have to have a Midas touch y'all we have to we have to slow it down and really really think about that decision that we're making because it can be really transformational and that's where you really take the lesson out of that failure is when you're able to assess it see okay that didn't work put your pride aside and realize i'm not always right <laughs> um i, I could have went about this a different way or and figure out what it is that different way that you can go about it and then from there then you got the game that's that's when you got the win out of the the, the thing that seemed like a failure that's so good i have so i had to write down like a thousand points based off of what y'all were saying because what i'm hearing y'all say is manage your emotions there's this song called Tight Tight Tightrope by Janelle Janelle Monet. Is that how you say name? Janelle Monet. And the lyrics say, "You can't get too high. You can't get too low. Because if you too high, then you're surely surely be low." And so I did. I you I used to did not understand that. It's just because, like you're saying, when you're high, you're like you want to stay there. But sometimes being so high can bring you down because you're like, I'm always trying to get that high. And so what we're saying is when you're winning, win and enjoy it. But when you're failing, learn from it. But we have to know how to manage our emotions at both at both states. Like you won, but you know this isn't the all and be all. You're like, okay, okay, I won. I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying life. I'm living in the moment. But how can I keep winning? When I fail, you have to relearn and say, Oh yes, I failed, but how can I learn from this? Okay, what did I do wrong? Manage those, emo those emotions because if you don't, you're gonna start making these crazy, irrational um, emotions to get you back to that that dopamine, that feeling good state. Um, or you're, or this this middle space is really where you're like trying to figure out like 
how can I stay there? It's a, it's an anxiousness. It's the anxiousness that comes along with trying to stay so high. And so now you're making bad decisions. So I totally agree with you when you say like slow down. But what I'm really hearing is like manage your emotions, whether you're high or low. Yes, yes, yes. And the other part of that is to, I, I have to admit, guys, whenever I was younger, I had a job and I made a mistake. And, you know, I'm typically really good about owning up to my mistakes. You know, that's something that my mother taught me. And that's just something that we uh, value that we really try to hold true within our family and within, you know, our loved ones that when you make a mistake, you, you know, you own up to it. But this one particular time, I just, I could not own up to it. I was so ashamed. I felt bad because I was just like, you should know better. You're old enough to know. But like, it was just really stupid. I still can't even tell y'all what it was that I did. Like, I just, ah! But the thing with failure, y'all, you have to own up to it. You have to own up to it. Sometimes, you know, we aren't, we aren't able to do that. But what ends up happening is you deny the people who, you know, were affected by that failure, that mistake, to be able to, to give you a chance to, to forgive you, to say, you know what, despite what you did, like, I love you. Ooh, girl. <laughs> That's huge. That's huge. That is so, girl, you bet you, oh, so she wants to go deep, deep. <laughs> so, mate, she wants to go deep. Wow. I feel like someone needs to hear this because like that is so true. We love people so much. They don't understand by just owning up and being honest about your failures because while you're thinking that you're hiding your failure, you think that you're hiding your failure. The people closest to you know what's going on and we just want you to we just want you to say, "Hey, I did this." hey, I'm sorry, yes, I did this in the past because most of the time the people who love you will forgive you and have been waiting on you, on you to for, so you can forgive them to get clarity because like you're saying, Kobe, that affects them as well, you not being honest. And so I think, and I think it's destroying not only the people who love you, but it's destroying you inside because you're not able to be free. When you own up to what you've done, nobody could put it in your face. But it's toxic for both you to harbor that inside, and it's toxic because the person is just waiting to be able to love you and to help you and to gain clarity for everyone. So owning up to that failure, that's, oh my God, I didn't even know. I, Girl, you went that's there. a whole nother level right there. Yeah, yeah 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 and, and, and most times people they love you regardless they love you in spite of the imperfections in spite of that failure it's like we blow the failure in our minds out of proportion but in the meantime that person is i don't there is very rare think about it guys in your past people that has failed you it's very rare that you cut them off from one failure. Right. Think about that. It's mainly most times like a plethora of serial things that they did until it's like, okay, now this is toxic. But if you do one thing, most times, if you come with full humility and, and just 
just letting it out there most in most cases people work with that failure and it even brings people closer together when i think about it and it's just and i think that's the beauty like as parents think about you have children and our children they fail but you don't be like i'm throwing the whole child away my dad is is times i failed my dad never been like i'm never gonna talk to you again now, he may have been mad at me for a while and he may have even been mad at me for more than a day or maybe even a week or so but it's never just been like cutting you off a whole year bye bye felicia and so sometimes it's like we like you said we blow the things in our mind we make it it's really tormenting us because we can't live with ourselves and and we we're the ones that that have to free ourselves from that thing that failure Ooh, y'all okay i just get so emotional because you know it's not and it's not because of what i did like what i did was so small so little but it's just some other things that are going on and it's just like you just really want people to just own up to it so it's like it's it's like you, it's easy to love someone when you, when they're at their best but when you're able to love someone through their flaws, like that is beautiful. And that is the thing. That's what I want people to understand. I think a lot of people are growing from this. I'm growing right now. Yes. It, it rem- yeah. It reminds me of like, um, cause the reason why, so earlier today we were trying to figure out what we were gonna talk about, right? Failure. And none of the other topics that I came up with was like, having a mission statement for your life and you having core values for your life, just because I just know how important that is in the, for anything. And one of the, the core values that's been like bringing up for me lately has been honesty because, um, because that when you're lying about your failure and things of that nature, that, that now is more than failure. Now it's breeding dishonesty. And so it's just like one of the core values that I want to have in my life and with any other business that I have is, is being honest um, because that honesty is, and with that core value saying, be honest and, and, and then also knowing like, with you being honest, our space also allows you to like fail. Like we're okay with, with that. And um, with my manager, with my brother and stuff like that, they created a space where I'm okay with being honest because I know that if I fail, that is okay. You know, it's a part of the process. And so I just want people to understand about with this failure and like the domino effect that if you don't confront that failure, if you don't accept that failure and if you don't own that failure, it breeds other toxic things like dishonesty, which also leads to, distrust in your families and in your business and stuff like that so that's just that was just my thought process yes and then the other thing is you can't grow from it that's what i Mm. forgot to say you can't grow from your mistake if you don't own up to it if you don't admit it um gonna be a little bit vulnerable a little bit more you know the thing is you know dad my dad not being able to own up and accept the fact that he's struggling with alcoholism it's like you, we can't confront it as a family. We can't get over that hurdle because mm. we can't even own up to it, right? In a relationship, whenever um, one person lies about something and one person knows the truth, you're like, I know you did this. You <laughs> still won't admit it. You still won't own up to it. It's yeah. like, y'all, the relationship is stuck. Y'all can't mm. grow 
from that moment because that person Ooh. is still like, I know you did this. I know you did this. And you right. just want to admit it. Ooh. So, yes. y'all, just own up to your mistakes so that you can grow from them. I bet you can grow. Be the part. <laughs> that be the oh. part. So we be knowing. We all know. Girl. We know. <laughs> we know. But it's that self-denial. Because, because y'all, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. It's hard. It's hard to look yourself in the mirror and say, I have a flaw. Like, I'm fucking up. Like, I am, I'm not right. Something's wrong with me. Like, that's, that's, that's shit, that stuff is hard for someone to really just, because, you know, no one wants to be wrong. No one wants to say that they failed and no one wants to, you know, go through that. But this, the one thing I'm getting out of all of this is failure is fixable. Failure is fixable. It's not the, it's not like you're thrown to damnation because you have this flaw, you failed, you've done something wrong. It's understanding that there is a way out of this, but it's like, it comes through upbringing. We gotta, we gotta shed off a lot of that stuff that we were brought up and we were taught thinking that just because you make a mistake, you're canceled, you're wrong. Like we don't, we wanna write you off. It's, instead of encourage that growth and understanding that through this failure, I can grow from it. But the only way I can grow from it is if I acknowledge that it exists in me. Like avoiding it and trying to sweep it under the rug and hiding it and not acknowledging it is not gonna get you any closer to overcoming it and growing from it. So really, really, we gotta, oh, this, this is deep. And this is just with anything in my life, I'm about to tell myself because integrity is everything, especially when someone knows, like they know damn well you did this. They know, you know damn well I'm over here doing A, B, and C, but I can't even come to, to grips with A, B, and C. And maybe it's denial. A lot of times people are denying it because they're not ready to give it up. They're not ready to put that life behind them. They're not ready to say, okay, I'm about to come over. I'm ready to, you know, I, I love this vice so much that, and it's not even, it's like you have to think about, you may not even love the vice, but this vice has become a part of you. This vice has become like, you it's become a, a part of your daily routine. It's become a habit. It's like, you know how habits are so powerful and and we really have to understand the power and habits we don't even think about the habits it's like we're on autopilot we don't even sometimes know it's like before you know you just look up and, and you over here doing like your just natural routine it's, I, it's, it's just crazy to me like have y'all ever found yourself driving a normal route that you would normally take and you wasn't even supposed to be going to that place but you find yourself going in that direction because it's like this is your normal way that you typically travel you're like where am i going let me i'm supposed to be going to such and such houses on this it's in this same way but i'm it's not that place that i'm supposed to be going to and so a lot of times we are floating on autopilot and this is why this whole being strategic taking charge of your life of your actions of your habits is going to be very very key to see not even just to get to success but to have a happy healthy family to have a healthy happy relationship with yourself to have self-love like 
love yourself enough to to take charge and take ownership of your actions of our actions y'all it, it's so powerful and we grow so much more it's either we we growing or we're digressing not digressing we're we're going backwards so so guys just just love ourselves enough to even acknowledge the habits that could be potentially harming us or harming our loved ones yes Ooh. i feel like like true felt like i feel like true failure is that being stuck part it's like that's really when the failure happens is when you just stay there in that in in that denial and that one quote that we always hear all the time the truth will set you free is so true harboring all that stuff that you have bottled up is really just so toxic you know we gotta let that out you know <laughs> um and so it's just like i just want us to be able to do that and when i say like because sometimes failure comes with something and i want to like kind of be clear about this because recently i've like i've been very happy this week but it's been i've been i'm always happy when i speak up for myself because something's something may be failing like i don't have enough time or i need i need this i need to let this go and i so don't want to seem like a failure that i'm like oh, i'll just wait let me just hurry up and get this done when, and it's not done to its best abilities or something like that or they don't know i need this or i don't need that because i don't want to look like a failure but when i'm able to speak up and say in order for me not to fail at this task i'm gonna need more time i'm gonna need to let this thing go i'm gonna need a different system for that and so when you're able to say look i'm failing doing the doing life this way these are the things i feel like i need help with that sets you free because now you're you're asking for help and you're able to move along and be in progress and so what i'm saying is a lot of times we are stuck in failure because we don't ask for help we are scared to look like a failure so we keep it all inside or it's just like um it's just like we're, we're it's the battle that we're having between ourselves when little things could change change that thing but we have to have the courage to say hey cool i'll look like a failure cool yeah i couldn't do this in time so what we have to let go of the the skies that failing is what you did if so people and people are willing to work with you when you tell them oh i didn't have enough time instead of just not saying nothing and then the the, the project is not complete <laughs> or telling them like hey this this is actually you know we we tell ourselves people gonna hate us they're gonna be mad at us if we say no or we say whatever it is that that's deviated from the plan but that communication that you are even letting them know can really that's growth right there we, we're saying we want to grow from this that is growth in action right there that little communicating and speaking up and just letting them know hey i tried my best i gave it my all i know the deadline is in in five minutes but here's what i have here's what i've been trying to do like if you are struggling with some sort of addiction hey look i know here i i've tried my best this week i didn't drink all or i didn't smoke all or i didn't do whatever i didn't you know whatever your vice is all week 
but look, I, I slipped up yesterday. And, they, and it's like, oh, you can see, like, oh, you really trying. And then we can build and encourage you and celebrate you because you're trying, but versus you just throwing your hands up and saying, hey, I'm not even gonna, like, I understand you want me to try, but I'm not even gonna acknowledge that. I'm gonna keep doing my same patterns. But people are, are really, really willing to work with people that are, are willing to speak up and show them how you're trying. Y'all, I'm so glad y'all said that because that is the thing we have, and we're all guilty of it. We all portray our lives as, as if success is all we know and that we just successful. We get it, we get money, you know, we looking good, we just portraying success. But we forget to reveal those moments when we didn't have the faith. We were struggling. We were like, God, uh, what is going on? What, what did, you know, he closed some doors. And I, I, we don't show those moments when we look at Raggedy, crying, snot falling, hanging out our nose. We just don't know what to do with God. Can you please help me? We don't show those moments. We don't. And I think that's what we have to do. We have to start showing and being a little bit more authentic mm. and it's hard it's easier said than done i'm like oh you know just act like i'm just gonna turn over a new leaf with this tomorrow i'm gonna start showing you know everything like no it's hard like i get it but mm. we do have to be a little bit more vulnerable right. and expressing and showing those moments and then the other side of that is i know y'all thought i was gonna share this moment you know with everybody at the beginning but i'm sharing it now because um god is good you know, he has opened a door in my life and I am so grateful because I have gotten a new job. I'm a new program coordinator of a nonprofit here in Houston and I'm just so excited, so excited. But I want to be, take this moment to be vulnerable and to let the soulmates know that this has been five years in the making. Like I interned for this company five years ago, applied every time that there was an opening every single time that there was an opening and nothing denied each and every time but god i'm just so happy that god's timing and his plan is greater than my plan because you know it happened it, it happened and i just want y'all to know that it's going to eventually happen for you too like you might get beginning to know right now people might not be you know messing with you your music your company your brand whatever but it's eventually going to be a yes Congratulations, Kobe. And thank you. Thank you. Girl, you beam it. And I thank you for sharing that. Yes. That is a gem. Like, I just, because it will happen. And I, the, the thing I like about God, I think I love about God, he make it plain to see, oh, that was me. <laughs> that was me, okay? <laughs> Yes, Tim, okay. yes. He, he makes it undeniable. Y'all, I don't want, like, she explained it, but we've been talking about <laughs> a particular job for years. Yo, like, y'all don't understand. So, years. Like, That's why we use, no, go. Yeah, but I'm just saying the line up. And when we say God orders your steps, this ain't no coincidence. I want people to understand this, okay? Yes, you are putting in your effort, so you're gonna grow and you're gonna go places that you you never seen before. But that touch of God that makes it like, 
oh, that was me. Like, yeah, I, I see you working. Yeah, I see you applying. I see you do, 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 do. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you the job that you've been desiring at the right time when you need it most, where you could do what you want to do. You're like, it's just, you oh, come on, come on. <laughs> you really reflect. Yeah. You could have had any job. You could have got any different job, but this job. This one, Kobe, that's why when you told me, I was like, I heard this job before. You, you applied to this job before. But God was like, no, you got baby boy. You got Caden. I see you doing yes. big things. Let me give it to you right now. Let me give it to you at God's yes. time. Let me give it to you when you need it the most, where it's going to make the most impact in your yes. life. That's, that's, that's that trust in the process. And I know, Kobe, I know how hard she works day in and day out and how she's such a great y'all she's so diligent at what she does she never stopped she never stopped missing a beat just because she didn't get it five years ago she kept grinding she kept being the best version of herself kept growing and it's like god seen all that but like had you not got it five years ago and was like you know when they see you them little discouraging ass emails you're just not qualified for the like quality. <laughs> decided to go with another candidate <laughs> right <laughs> She could have easily, and we could have easily, like, mm -hmm. when we get those discouraging no's, we could easily sink into these slumps. Mm -hmm. And, and I'm, I'm not going to lie, maybe you do, but you have to pick yourself up out of it. You can't stay in that slump. Yes, it might be discouraging. Yes, you might need to take a day, a week, a month to, you know, sulk in it, but you got to get out of it. You got to keep going you gotta grow like the best investment i'm all about investing in and investing in stocks and investing in this brand and companies and but the best investment to invest in is you is you yourself your knowledge your skills your assets your wisdom your yourself like and so i just see my girls and i constantly see my girls always investing in themselves and just being the best version of themselves and so god is seeing that too God is seeing that too. And so God is like, I see all this, this growth. Let me give you something that matched the level that you have grown to. Because now you're equipped with everything that you need for this job. You overqualified now. Come on now. Come on now. Look, Jazz, you just said a whole word. Because that's the thing. That I, this is my last little thing that I believe the soulmates with. And I'm, <laughs> I'm done with it. But no. After a failure like that, you know, because it was those moments, I did get upset. I was mad, you know, when I did get those no's. But the thing that I did and continue to do was practice self-care. I was like, you know, I'm going to take care of myself, take care of my mind, and I'm going to keep going. I evaluated what went wrong. Okay, what? why didn't they pick me? Looking at my resume, looking at... um reading books and reading articles about interviewing you know trying to better myself like you said and then uh figuring out my finances because you know hey we all need money we all need jobs this is why we get the jobs so that we can have money okay so figuring out your finances and you know bouncing back right there um support having support having friends like tiff and just saying hey look go pop for this you know hey You've got this, you smart, you, you know, it's just to speak life into you, to help you. And then the last thing is just re reinventing yourself. So all of those things are going to help you. Like you said, um, I took other jobs. I said, okay, you know what? Let me look at the skills and see what, what they looking for. Let me go 
apply for this job and it'll help me gain that that skill let me go over here read this book take this course and it'll, i'll get that gain that skill so i'm coming back and i'm like hey i got the interview let me reintroduce myself okay all right <laughs> i'm not that girl you know Come that you, on. you intern i'm not the girl that applied five years ago four years ago three years ago two years ago one year ago i love it this is the new and improved jasmine a coder okay <laughs> Come on. Full name full name okay <laughs> yes Yes. and y'all it's it's beautiful i got one quick example that reminds me of this story and to the t it's like almost identical and this is what i think our soulmates have to take for this you might have applied for something five years ago but what you do between that five years to who you are to who you are now will make all the difference of y'all hang on y'all my dog's trying to get on the podcast okay so but no and, and let me tell you this quick story that just happened to jarvis very similar to that so we you know jarvis and i we've been dating for four years he went to this combine year two of our relationship a basketball combine at u of h to play overseas basketball tell me why we just went to a combine last week weekend before last it ended up being one of the coaches that he played for on the team in five, no, four years ago, two years ago, something like that. Tell me why he went out there, he killed, he was a completely different player than who he was on the court three years ago. Court vision, IQ, had grown, steadily stayed in the gym, crafting your shot, crafting your test, and to the point where now he got a, a call back, like, hey, we need you in Atlanta, um end of march like can you do it yes or no and so it's just like everything just be coming full circle and it's like y'all this is big because you might apply for something today you might meet this person today and maybe it's hard to think that you don't have it all right now because we always want to tell ourselves we got it all i do this this i will i work this many hours i work hard i'm busting my ass like you feel like you already ready and like even with our podcast we felt like we were already ready back then but now it's like looking at these growth for these four years i know i know we are ready like it's like so what i'm trying to say is keep developing when you get that no don't take that no and just sit on it take that no and figure it out what is it that i need to do what is it about me that i need to better and i feel like i'm repeating myself but i feel like i already said this when i tell you kobe story but it's just beautiful to see the full circleness it's so beautiful because if you stay on your horse when you get knocked down and get back up on that horse and really just better yourself there is no doubt and it's beautiful that how people you met in the past companies that you may have applied for in the past will all come back full circle and could be your 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 groundbreaking outbreak uh, whatever it's called like it's just your your breaking moment of your breakthrough that's the word your breakthrough okay yes i i love all of it and i just want us to remember that life is a journey we hear this all the time but when you said this is a full circle moment i was already picturing this as a journey right and so my brother said something that really stuck to me i was listening to an interview he had with the urban league 
and he said something so profound to me and he said basically it's like when god gives you a vision see it through but he says but you got to do it exactly how you see it and i think a lot of times we don't do that god gives us a vision and we're like okay i see the vision but i'm just i'm gonna do this little part or because there's no way it could be this big let me just do this or that or how am i gonna do this god you're scared to fail and all these other things but when you see that vision clearly and you don't stop that journey starts with your vision and it becomes full circle to get to where it's manifested but you have to go full circle you have to fail you have to meet people along the way people have to see your growth you have to learn our mental state the things that we have learned in just the midst of 2020 has created our minds to be so much different the way we think is different now it's it's and now i can't even imagine with my old mindset from five years ago being in the predicament that i'm in now or getting receiving that blessing back then when i didn't have the mindset for it at all I mean, you might have a good mindset, but God is preparing you. If you're not getting your blessing now, that blessing that you want, trust and believe the reason why you have to keep going, you have to keep meeting people. You have to keep failing. You have to keep being molded. You have to keep getting these different opportunities so your mind and your body and everything, your soul can be molded for that blessing that God had put in your heart. So yes, it's a full circle moment, but yes, it's a journey and you're going to have to go through some things first so that you can when you do get that blessing you're prepared to handle it and flourish in it because god loves you that much to give it to you at the right time yes girl 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 circle and you made me think about it it's a circle a circle is round and like you said the circle is the journey it's not a a, a period it's not gonna happen in a snap of a finger it's on that circle. What are you doing? Every step of that circle. What are you doing until you get back to the starting point of that circle? Yeah. Okay, my dog. When that vision becomes a manifestation, you know, it starts with the vision and the full circle is the manifestation when you're like, wow, we made it now. And then in that circle too, guys, now like I'm just visualizing, just think about all the other seeds that were planted there. So now you're going this way and that way, different businesses, different relationships that are now flourishing, these other things along the way that you picked up on your way to your journey that creates more circles, more vision, more, more beautiful things that it's just beautiful. Now I'm just, y'all, my, my vision is crazy right now. Like I'm seeds and in multiple flowers because with our vision triggering other people's vision it helps other people along the way and so that's why it's just important to stay the course and not give up on something that god has put into your heart agreed so yeah i went kind of crazy today <laughs> that's all i got <laughs> y'all got to be thinking i'm i'm in Girl, I, notes, but I feel like we already covered everything. Girl, girl, I didn't yes. even get to a, a fraction of our notes. I just deviate. God was leading this conversation. Oh, okay, <laughs> that in the phone. You don't need to talk about. It. You got. I got. You <laughs> might say this for yeah. next week's episode. <laughs> oh, All righty, y'all. All right, my my dog has to potty, so he like notifying me right now. He's like, "Come on!" All right, guys.
So, um, what time is it, y'all? It's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. It's affirmation time y'all this is your first time tuning in on the soul feeling podcast we always 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 end our podcast with a positive affirmation so what the heck is an affirmation an affirmation is any statement that you are using to transform your life either you're transforming your life for the good or you transforming your life for the demise um, even in the Bible, it states, let the weak say, I am strong. Keyword, guys, say. So when you're feeling down and out, sick and tired, not like your best self, you still got to speak uplifting, positive, breakthrough words and phrases over your life. I'm affirming, well, there are three of us, and I'm affirming that there are millions, billions, trillions, and generations to come out here tuned in. And we're going to go ahead and end this thing off with our positive affirmations. So, who wants to go first? Whew. I'll go. I am confident in my journey. I am learning from my failures and turning them into huge wins. I am admitting my mistakes learning from my failures and i'm successful yes let them know where to find us too yes i'm so glad that y'all came out so amazing i really just want y'all to do us a favor and subscribe wherever you're listening because every tuesday we drop in this hot fire soul feeling fire <laughs> and um please share this because we want other people to be able to have breakthroughs by listening to this podcast so share it on instagram um but the best way for us to get this impact is for you guys to give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. That really helps us get up in the rankings. So more people are listening, can hear about us. And so, so we could get the soul fed of millions, gazillions, trillions of people, like we always say. So we really do appreciate you guys for, for spending your time listening to us. It means the world. We love you so much. Until next time, soulmates. Bye. Bye. Thank y'all for listening. We love y'all. Love you.